You found us. Welcome to Emergency Protocol, a podcast for people who are stressy and depressy. We are your hosts, Denise and Jackie Freed. That's my mama. And that's my baby. We are sharing our 12 steps reimagined for today's society. And our bumpy, pothole-ridden spiritual paths. And we're bringing you along for the ride. This is us doing the actual work. When the shit hits the fan, you know it's time for... Emergency Emergency Protocol. And there it is. And there it is. (laughs) We already made our first not suitable for work (laughs) joke, but it was... Pre-recording. So there we go. There we go. And here we are. Here we are. Hi. Hello. We're back. We're back, you damn miracle. (laughs) (laughs) I'm feeling like a damn miracle today. She is. Yeah. My stomach feels like a miracle. That was a big salad. Uh, Yeah, we just had salads. Mm -hmm. Shout out to Alfalfa. Yum. Not sponsored. Not sponsored. (laughs) Very much not sponsored. But it was still delicious. Still delish. Yeah. Yeah. So Uh we're resting. We're digesting. We're hydrating. Yeah. Are you hydrated? Have you had some water I am. I have water right here. Okay. I was actually asking our listeners. Oh. Hi. Did you drink any water today? Yeah. Mom freaks. It's getting hot out there. Yeah. (laughs) Both Mama Freeds want to know. So we're now at episode 14, mm-hmm. step 10. We're coming to the back stretch. The back stretch of the first lap. The back stretch of the first lap first of, of the longest infinite. marathon you'll ever yep. run that never ends. It is a spiritual ultra it's marathon. like the Barclay marathons. <laughs> and if you haven't watched that, do yourself mm-hmm. a favor and you'll be like, shit, yep. I don't know if I want to run this race. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I don't Correct. think it's on Netflix anymore. I think you have to YouTube it and it's oh. hilarious. And also kind of like what we're doing. <laughs> yeah. Yes. You just run and then you're running and. Got to run some more, mm-hmm. you know, stop, hydrate, mm-hmm. eat, shovel eat in a little blocks, food, some oatmeal. go back out there. Calories. There's no map. You have to remember the yeah. topography. You want to surrender. You just can't do it anymore. Can't take another step. And then you just go and keep going. And sometimes you finish and sometimes you don't. And that's kind of good. That's a good metaphor. Yeah. That that actually is a really good metaphor for what we're doing. Yes. Barclay marathons. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. With an A, Barclay. Mm-hmm. All right. So step 10 is we're still at it. The we're old, still at it. old version, the version that I've worked my whole life. Mm-hmm adult life yep is continued to take personal inventory and when we were wrong promptly admitted it mm-hmm. and and the new version our revised 12 steps for everyone version is we maintain a daily practice of reflection amends and forgiveness 
come on, it just feels so much better. <laughs> the first one is like, yeah, we're hey, taking personal inventory. That part I'm down know, with. And we keep knocking and the when we were steps. wrong, promptly admitted it. Yeah, you got to promptly admit your shit. You can't take yesterday into tomorrow as much as possible. Yeah, but this is also like. What? Can't admit we're wrong. It's just so much focusing on the bad. <laughs> it's focusing on the do bad. <clears throat> and you're yeah. doing a good out of it, but yeah. Anyways, for me, it's not helpful to focus on the do bads. No. I need more do goods. But we also need to clear out the do bads yes. so that you're not taking yes. the, you know, dust bunnies with yes. us. Which is why we have a daily practice of reflection, amends, and forgiveness. Right. It's like you don't want to go to the beach all day and then climb into bed without washing your sandy ass feet out. Mm -hmm. Right. Like you need to or shower. Your sandy ass. Or any sand out of every uh -huh. crevice in your yes. body before you hop in bed because then you're sleeping with sand. Nobody wants to sleep with sand. Mm -hmm. Right. So I just don't want to be like, oh, shoot, I went to the beach and now I'm sandy. <laughs> Like, I'm so bad because I got sandy at the beach. No, that's not what it is. I know. But that's how it feels okay. to me. Okay. Well, that's why we rewrote it. Yeah. So maintaining a daily practice of reflection amends, which is still an amends. Yes. Looking at the wrongs. Yeah. But it's also amending our own personal behaviors. Right. Right? We're going to make an amendment. amends. Yep. Right? To it. Yep. And forgiveness of ourselves and others. Yes. And not forgiveness to the point where it's like, I don't really need to make an, uh, an amends uh -huh. for that shitty thing I did. Uh-huh. Because I forgave myself. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's some shit. Right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Don't get to do we that. You cannot self-forgive <laughs> bypass. You can't bypass. Our way out of it. Yes. Okay. Right? Yeah. And you can't do that. So, yeah. so what I want to know is like, what does, as a daily practice for you who's mm -hmm. been doing this, like, what are the daily touchstones look like that bring you back to this practice is it like do you have a morning and night situation do you just go about your day and say I'm sorry do you like reflect on it and then give it like sleep on it and give it a night it depends on what the situation is and mm -hmm. the circumstances around the situation so sure. I might have said something that kind of eats at me later mm -hmm. and then it's like nine o'clock at night and it's something that has to do it with work and yeah. so I'm gonna go back and deal with it promptly like the next morning mm -hmm. i'm not going to call somebody i work with at 10 o'clock at night sure right so my daily practice mm -hmm. of reflection amends and forgiveness so reflection for me i mean we're getting a little ahead of ourselves mm -hmm. into step 11 but i start my mornings with meditation mm -hmm. every day almost every day mm -hmm. sometimes i miss but mostly not mm -hmm. mostly i meditate for about 20 minutes. Mm -hmm. And are you still rocking the Deepak and Oprah? I'm still rocking the Deepak and Oprah. And sometimes now I'm listening to Calm at night mm. just to help me go to sleep, just mm -hmm. listening to sleep. A little bedtime uh, story. Kind of like not even a bedtime story, just like a body check, you know, mm. 10 minute breathing, mm -hmm. just to wind my head down for the day. Mm. I have those if on I'm, Peloton too. 
Yeah. Well, like I a sleep wanna, meditation. Yeah, but I... Uh, Shout yeah. out to Andrew Jevin. I see you getting those meditation sessions in. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's funny. Yeah. So in the meditation, usually things are going to come up. Yeah. Oftentimes, though, the meditation is setting me up for the day. Mm. So that I'm not running amok. It sets my head right so I can be calm enough to be present for the day. And often, because I'm present, more present, I'm not doing stupid shit all the time that I have to apologize for. Because Mm. I'm like thinking about it before I say something or before I do something. And I am pause and consider whether... Oprah said this thing, and I don't know if she originated or not, but I heard it come Mm -hmm. out of her mouth on a different thing, not the, or maybe it was a meditation. Does it need to be said? Mm. Does it need to be said right now? Mm. I think, or does it need to be said by me? Mm. And does it need to be said right now? Mm. Right? So a lot of times some stuff doesn't need to be said. Mm -hmm. That is hurtful or whatever to other people. Yeah. Right? You can think the thunk out of it. No one's going to judge you for thinking things. Yeah. They're going to judge you by how you acted. Mm -hmm. For instance, one of our friends yesterday posted something about this racist woman who had all kinds of things to say about the color of her skin and the color of her kid's skin and, you know, like... What the hell were you thinking, lady? Mm-hmm. Like, what in what world do you think that's okay? Right. Right? Now, that's an extreme kind of, for me, that would be a very extreme example mm-hmm. of, like, inappropriate behavior. Yeah. Verbal diarrhea. Right. Racist, diarrhea. horrible, horrible behavior. Mm-hmm. And someone who's clearly not aware of who they are and what the current like situation mm. is in life and is not looking to be inclusive and be a part a human among humans right sure. so so part of this step 10 is now compacting all the steps before it into a daily practice mm-hmm. so like what is that big something bigger mm-hmm. Is that a part? Mm. Usually when I'm spinning out mm-hmm. and somebody says to me, well, where's God and all that? Mm. I'm like, mm, nowhere. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. I am on self-will mm. and I am running this show and I'm going to run it right into the fence. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's right. Right. And then it's like, okay, the reflection is kind of the, again, if, I, I don't usually need to write now, but in the mm-hmm. beginning I would write at night about mm-hmm. what I did during the day just to mm-hmm. kind of measure myself. And there were some exercises in mm-hmm. the big book that had a, like two paragraphs that talked mm-hmm. in the morning, we do this, and at night we do that, mm-hmm. right? And then amends, I think, mm-hmm. are in a lot of forms, right? Mm-hmm. Amends are apologizing for behavior but oftentimes because now we're living more consciously and kind of humanely Mm. and awake uh, awake in our own bodies by the virtue of all the work that we've done up to this point Mm -hmm. there's not a lot of wreckage that happens Mm. along the way or you're still 
could be very addicted to the drama of things. Mm-hmm. Like you'd still be a nasty person. You can when you're still sober. be a nasty person. There are plenty of nasty mm-hmm. sober people, right? You can still be the horse thief. Yeah. So now again, it's like, okay, am I going to practice all these things mm-hmm. of, all right, something bigger. Mm-hmm. I want to steal that horse. Mm. It's not my horse, mm-hmm. but I really want that horse. Right. <laughs> like, I, I'm following this <laughs> this Instagram account now that has these miniature horses. I'm like, oh, I want that horse. <laughs> They're so cute. And I want that barn. It's like mm. the most beautiful barn and the most beautiful little horses. Totally useless for any kind of work or any if kind of anything. your horses disappear tomorrow, your <laughs> miniature horses, we know the gal. We know who, who did, did it, it. And they're uh, not living in their best life because they're yeah. living in a really good uh, space right now. So mm-hmm. I think the thing is, is that I now, first of all, am aware mm-hmm. that I'm a horse thief. Yeah. And that... I have a problem. Mm-hmm. And I'm also right. I'm not okay. So I know baseline, mm-hmm. not okay. Mm-hmm. And now I'm just going to keep with the horse thiefing thing. I know I'm a horse thief. Mm-hmm. I've told somebody else that I'm a horse thief. Mm-hmm. And I've Apologized. recognized that I I need to correct this behavior. And mm-hmm. I've asked something bigger to help me control this behavior and act in a different way. Mm. And then I've made amends to people whose horses I've stolen. So which they is, know I'm the horse so thief. So they now. know. So, like, words out mm-hmm. I'm the horse thief. I've had to make payments or whatever I've mm-hmm. had to do to make amends for those horses that I stole. Sure. And that often in the beginning was enough for me to not steal again because I don't want to make amends anymore. I don't want to have to pay the piper. Yeah. I don't want to have to go to somebody and say, yeah, I did. You were bad. Right. (laughs) Right? Because when you're when you're actually feeling your feelings after a period of either being numb from anxiety or depression or substances Mm -hmm. and then you go to feeling those feelings like it's intense. It It sucks. Right. Yeah. It's, it's like rough. physically and mentally uncomfortable. Right. Yeah. But eventually, because you keep cleaning, mm-hmm. it's like, oh, all of a sudden, mm-hmm. it doesn't feel so bad anymore. Yeah. It's like one day you wake up and you're like, huh, I kind of like who I am today. Yeah. Kind of like when you like rearrange your pantry and all of a sudden everything just flows better. Yes. And your kitchen stays a little cleaner. Right. Or one day, I think I was, I mean, and this just shows you, like, some take longer than others. I was about 10 years sober, and Mm -hmm. I was speaking at a meeting. It was a women's meeting on a Saturday morning, and I looked out, and there were just amazingly beautiful women all Mm -hmm. over this room. Now, mind you, we live in the west side of L.A., where all of the beautiful humans on the planet came here to be movie stars and then bred. And so all of their offspring and offspring are just like stunningly beautiful, Mm -hmm. right? So it's a weird place to to grow up. But I, I looked out and I was like, you know... For the first time that I recognized in myself, Mm. I was like, I don't want to be anyone else but who I am. Mm. 
And that was a really beautiful moment, right? Because it wasn't like most times, and I still have these times, don't get me wrong. Oh, yeah. I slip back into it. But it's like, if I just look like her, Mm -hmm. I would be set. Mm -hmm. If I just had that husband, Mm -hmm. if I just had that... That trust fund. That trust fund. If Mm -hmm. I just had... That car, mm-hmm. if I just had that dog, that house, whatever, if I just had what I don't have, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. I would be okay. Yeah. And the reality is, I wouldn't be okay mm-hmm. because they're also in this fucking meeting, right? Not being okay. Right. <laughs> right. But we judge on people's outsides. Mm-hmm. We don't judge on the insides because nobody knows what is going on. Which enhances disclosed, yeah, is kind of why we're doing this work is yeah. to give people, normal people, a place to come and be honest mm-hmm. about not being okay on the inside, yeah. despite what all the outside looks like. Because mm-hmm. sometimes the people who seem like they have it the most together, yeah, don't. Mm-hmm. You just never know what's going on in somebody's life. Yeah. And then forgiveness. Mm-hmm. I mean, there is some self-forgiveness in that. And that's mm-hmm. kind of like going back to like that that moment where it's like I have done now this work, yeah. this 10th step encompassing of all of these prior steps yeah. for 10 years yeah. to a place where I actually am comfortable in my own skin and really saw it in a way that I hadn't seen it before. Mm-hmm. I felt it and I felt good and I walked in, you know, pretty much any I walked in my life with my head held high with dignity and grace in most in in most circumstances. Yeah. Like that's where I operate from because of this work. Yeah. But for the first time I really saw it that I mm. was okay with my package mm-hmm. that I was given. Mm-hmm. And it was like I didn't want to be somebody else, which was I I can't I couldn't remember a time where I didn't feel somewhat mm-hmm. less than mm-hmm. everyone else. I mean, yeah. that's a pretty deep seated yeah. yucky thing to feel. Yeah. And I think mo- a lot of people feel that way and don't yeah. admit it to themselves. Definitely. Right? Mm. So Mm. the forgiveness to me was like forgiving myself for being so mean to me. The Mm. forgiveness is... Forgiving other people for not doing what we think is their best. Right. Mm -hmm. Like racist lady. Mm -hmm. I mean, when when I have wrongs done to me, Mm. I can retaliate. Mm -hmm. Or I can, and people are going to hate this, but you pray for them. Mm -hmm. And in some way, in that prayer, Mm -hmm. you get to a place of forgiveness and like, you know what? They're on their own path. Mm -hmm. They are are a injured person, Mm -hmm. right? They're not well. Mm -hmm. And sometimes, to be really honest, like... (laughs) Some of my early prayers for these folks were, I pray you get hit by a car. (laughs) Like, Mm -hmm. I pray that you just, you know, bad things happen to you Mm -hmm. because you're a jerk, right? 
not the kind of prayer we're talking about. Not the kind of prayer, but it was like at least it started me on the prayer wagon Mm. because I needed to pray about something for these people. And so I just started. And then it would end up being, I hope that they get healed somehow. Mm -hmm. I hope that they get rid of whatever this anger is that they have. I hope that they get everything that they want in their life. Mm -hmm. And then what happens is, I'm no longer walking around Mm. with that, like, slash that they left on me. Mm -hmm. Because I'm, like, not bulletproof, but Mm -hmm. I've got my Teflon on, Mm -hmm. and their bullshit's not going to get me to react Mm -hmm. in my old ways that make me feel bad about myself. Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah. So, Mm. thoughts? Thoughts. So I guess I need to start meditating again in the mornings. When you does meditating make you feel connected to your higher power? Like are you able to kind of like get into there's I noticed there's like a certain frequency, which sounds weird, but like I I reach this level of like being, I guess, when I'm like in the zone, I'm really meditating or I'm at a sound bath, right? Where I just feel like on that kind of like loving, energetic plane. Mm -hmm. Is that like, is that what's happening for you? Not always. Not always. I mean, some days this morning, Mm -hmm. my head was racing so much Mm. already. It's when I was doing my meditation Mm -hmm. at 7 a.m. Yeah. That I had to rewind and listen oh, to Deepak. Nice. You had to go all the way back. I had to the go intro. all the way back. <laughs> Shit. Because I did not hear one single uh-huh. thing he said. Yeah. I was thinking about work. Yeah. I was thinking about situations that I needed to deal with. Yeah. I was thinking about people that I care about. I was mm. thinking about all kinds of stuff, and not one word that he said went into my brain. Mm-hmm. And so I had to rewind it. Nice. And listen to it again. And that, and there's many days that I'm still mm. like that. Mm-hmm. And then there's some days where, you know, like we went to that meditation where it was yeah. like a full hour yeah. meditation. I think it was maybe yeah. even longer than that. I don't know. A while. And, you know, I was off in space, yeah. right? And so depending on yeah. the situation, mm-hmm. I think sound baths take me to that other place. Mm-hmm. Because I'm just like in the sound there's of so it. Much, there's so much neutral stimulation that you can like, li- you can, yeah, right. just pay attention to the sounds without. And some people can't yeah. do the meditations. Like my old coach was like, I can't do those kind of meditations. I just need silence. Mm. I need quiet. And so for me, I do need like the thing about the Deepak thing is mm-hmm. that there's a, a thought like, mm-hmm. you're, you know, these 21 day things that so you're following a path. They of give something. you a little mantra to right. focus on. Right. Yeah. And so you're kind of focusing on some one particular overarching thought for mm-hmm. 21 days. And then you're listening to him talk for a few minutes. So it's not even a whole 20 minutes of meditation yeah. by the time you're done with his talk. But uh, there's also sounds and music that mm-hmm. are there. So, and then you have the mantra that he gives you that you can just start repeating to yourself to get back to your breath yeah. and back to yourself when you go off into la la mm-hmm. lands, which I find very helpful because yeah. my brain is busy. 
And the days that I don't do the meditation, I'm a lot more agitated mm. and twitchy mm-hmm. and unsettled. The days that I do, I'm just better. So I just do it now. I, mm-hmm. It's just the thing I do. I And I didn't really start that until I was a lot, you know, 20-something years sober. Alcoholics are terrible. A lot of them are terrible You didn't even start doing that until it became available on the... Yeah, whenever they did that, that was, was like, like a twenty seventeen ish, something like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's a relative. I mean, in the span of your life, it's still a relatively new, new. This version of it is still a relatively new practice. Yes, and I have friends who did meditation back in the seventies. Oh, sure. Right? Like people, some people found TM and did different right. things, and that worked for them, and that still works for them, and. Mm-hmm. There's lots of different ways that you can go down this path. That's yeah. the path that found me that's mm. ended up working and is allowing me to do it on a daily basis. Nice. The other thing that was nice about the – I know we're getting ahead of ourselves because the next step is all about this. But when I'm in my meditation, mm-hmm. I put on my noise-canceling headphones, mm-hmm. which is not only – cutting out the external stimuli, Mm -hmm. but it's also a notice to my household Mm. that I'm unavailable Mm -hmm. for a minute. It's a boundary. It is. And so when my husband pokes his head in and sees that I'm like there with my eyes closed, Uh like we're not, I'm not available for a conversation. And then when you were already gone, but when, Mm. you know, Livy was there, it Mm -hmm. was also, everyone knew like I'm in a space where I'm not talking right now. Yes. So that mm. was also helpful for people who live with other people yeah. to have something that shows that you're not, that you're you're doing your something yeah. for yourself. Especially if you share a room or a, and or a living space right. with others. And sometimes even if you set those boundaries, they won't listen. I remember mm-hmm. my mom trying to meditate and she had this little room <laughs> off of our, it was a little room. <laughs> Off of our bathroom, I think. Mm. And I remember her going in there and closing the door and me being like, Mom, (laughs) you know, Uh I need you. I want whatever. Like kids just don't recognize closed doors in any way, shape or form. Headphones, closed doors. They'll just come over, poke you in the eye and be like, can I have a gummy bear? Yeah. (laughs) Nice. Nice. (laughs) So... Oof. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Okay. The amends part. So that was kind of, and then at the end of the day, do you do any kind of like reflection? You said you, you've kind of started doing those calm meditations or is it just kind of like, like, do you make quiet time at the end of the day to reflect? I generally wind down at night, but it's usually for me, it's now like just, I listen to books at night. Mm-hmm. So And that's my kind of wind down of my body. But, you know, the longer you stay sober, the less tolerance you have for the uncomfortable feelings Mm -hmm. of unresolved stuff. Yeah. Because we're not I don't I don't have any buffer. Mm. Right. I'm just raw. raw And so to feel feelings long. (laughs) You're raw raw dog in life. You absolutely are. (laughs) Here I am, raw dog in life. Yeah. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, the 
they say the road gets narrower the longer you stay sober, and that and it's kind of true because mm-hmm. they're just unwilling to deal with the bullshit. Yeah, and so part of that may look like I don't have time mm. for people that are perpetual victims who want to mm. just come and whine at me about mm-hmm. stuff, or I don't have. You know, it it means that I have created some boundaries around my own world mm-hmm. and all the things and interactions I have. Mm-hmm. That's one example. Yeah. Where I'm not going to get agitated because I'm not allowing kind of life to happen to me mm-hmm. just randomly anymore. Mm. And I'm also not just available for every single person who asks me for whatever yeah. it is. Or what, yeah, I don't know if I can, if that's explaining it right, but it's like, you know, I am not. There's less that you need to to make time to reflect on. Right. Ideally. Yes. Like, because I cleared out all the stuff. So when I yeah. first got sober, I cleared out all of my alcoholic friends, mm-hmm. right? So I'm no longer doing stupid shit mm-hmm. with people on a daily basis. Yeah. And that was hard because then I was like, I didn't have any friends. Yeah. So I had to go to a lot of meetings to try and make new friends and yeah. be weird and like naturally awkward because you don't have a drink in your hand, which yeah. is how I would socially adapt to yeah. life. And and how I did that was having commitments at meetings mm-hmm. so I could feel like a part of something. So I'm making coffee or cutting up fruit with somebody or whatever. Right. And know. it gives you like an inroad of a like, oh, hey, I haven't yeah. seen you here before. Or right. like, hey, I've seen you here a bunch of times. Right. Which, or, you're, yeah. or you're the greeter at the front mm-hmm. thing, shaking everybody's hands on the way yeah. in. Welcome, 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 welcome. You know, this yeah. was before um, cooties. So. I would say like as an analogous thing to consider on the mental health side is like you may need to cut out smoking a ton of weed right if you are if you have a history of depression it may help you if you have a history of depression but you may need to cut it out you may also need to like stop listening to your sad girl music right cut that shit out (laughs) right like you know like you can't listen listen to the Adele album on repeat (laughs) if you're trying to like recover from a breakup right maybe you give yourself yeah (laughs) right or like I don't know like cigarette you know like like, you have to start looking for solutions yes and not to say that you can't listen to that stuff ever but it's just like you you know when you when you're being more present in your life, you start to become aware of like all the things that you're consuming physically and spiritually and mentally and auditorily and visually. Like you gotta get you gotta unfollow those people that you hate follow on Instagram. That was a huge turning point for me in my mental mm. health. To so talk about that. What's a hate yeah. follow? <laughs> For old people. A hate follow is like somebody that you like follow or check in on on social media out of spite just to be like, oh, I can't believe they fucking bought a house. Like, what the (laughs) fuck? Like, he, you know, like, who knows what it is, right? Somebody you don't really care about and actually dislike. Dislike. Somebody you actively dislike. dislike. You don't even have to actually know them. But it may also be somebody you know, right? Mm. Like, you might have to unfollow people that you know. Because seeing their stuff on your feed triggers something for you, can, like constantly, that is uncomfortable. Right. And so, for in my twenties, I had to actually like physically not just unfollow because mm-hmm. there was no following. There was like right. I'm not gonna hang out with this person yeah. anymore. Yeah, like in physical 
realm yeah. <laughs> like person, yeah. right? Like take their num- take their phone number out of your Rolodex, take their t- delete their contact right. info, block the number and then delete the contact info. Right. Like I had a guy who you know, I used to do I think I talked about, where, talked I, about we, yeah. where I just couldn't take his number, Yeah. right? And so Exactly. And that was choosing me over him. Yeah. Choosing me over my addiction. That's like a living amends to yourself. And also it's like, okay, if I don't want to drink, guess what I also I'm not going to do? I'm not going to go to bars. Mm. Not going to go and torture myself in a bar Mm. with all these people who are drinking. Mm -hmm. Also, not going to go to med men Mm -hmm. if I'm trying to stop smoking weed. Right. I'm also like I had to throw out all my paraphernalia Mm. in my house and make sure it wasn't there. Like. Mm I couldn't have, you know, cooking wine for a long time. That's and true. I, yeah. I, I, I remember I, the first time you used it, I was like, Mom, are you going to be okay? Like, I didn't say it, but I was like, oh, she's got wine in that. Like, <laughs> is anyone, are they going to try to drink it in secret? <laughs> no, no, they didn't. It no. just sat in the cup. You know, you're supposed to throw wine out after you cook with it. It's, I, it that's why I buy bad. those little wines now. Now they now they have mini I wines. I threw out those old wines. I didn't cook with it I, a second time. Okay. I just didn't know any better. Anyway... <laughs> I don't even know about wine. I got sober at 20. I wish I would have known about wine. Like, I'm not the one who's like, can tell you this has a note of cherry and oak barrel or what the fuck. You know what? You can make that shit up about anything. (laughs) You can say that about, you can say that there's grassy notes in your olive oil. Exactly. Make make your own fun, People do say that. I'm like, wow, this tastes like uh, aged balsamic. It must have been aged in a cherry orchard. It tastes like wet onyx. (laughs) Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah yep <laughs> but that's part of it it's like the thing with doing this work yeah is it has a natural cleansing yeah. of toxicity yeah because you're because you're kind of living cleaner yeah and you don't want to have people that suck the life out of you and you don't want to have people that are abusive and you don't want to be abusive and you don't want to be the person who's whining about the same shit every day so that your friends don't want to hang out with you anymore. Mm -hmm. Right. So, cause the thing about doing this work with other people is that your true friends will say, I'm tired of listening to your shit, do something about it or Mm -hmm. stop talking to me about it. Cause I don't want to hear it anymore. Yeah. And the same thing with sponsorship, right? Like, they won't listen to it after mm-hmm. a while. It's like, okay, I've heard this story now 15 times. Yeah. Are you going to change or are you going right. to keep doing so, showing up for this? Yeah. And maybe that's also, I mean, maybe you have to receive that, but maybe you also have to say that to somebody too. Like I had to say right. that to a past partner who kept complaining about the same work problem for like three months. And finally I was like, I know that this is frustrating for you and you keep talking about this thing. I think that like I can't I can't hear about this anymore. So I'm happy to hear about it if something changes or if you want to make a change. I will happy I'm happy to support you, but like this is not something that I'm available to discuss every day. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So that's the thing. It's like the and that's why the road gets narrower because right. you start ha- not having people to bitch at mm-hmm. or you have to find a new crew to listen to your shit. Mm-hmm. And also because our, you know, I mean, let's face it, 12-step rooms are filled with people who are unwell, right? Mm -hmm. 
And as people are acting out Mm -hmm. and as other people are finding out about their behaviors, you know, you can't get away with as much stuff. Right. Right. Because somebody's going to call you out on it or you're going to have to keep changing your meetings all the time. That's true of like most communities. Somebody was saying that that happened in like a like hobby community of theirs where like they had started this new kind of organization and one of the people like somebody was like oh hey so and so is interested in getting involved and someone else was like oh you know like that person is not not that person's on my like naughty list Mm. like I don't I am against them being involved got it you know I think the more like the more integrated and communicative your community is Mm -hmm. the harder it is for people to continue to do bad shit yeah so they either leave or figure their or figure it out, right? And 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 everybody be, becomes aware, like you know, yeah. There's the the and then habitual it's like, do I ever do steppers yeah. in the rooms Ooh. who are looking for trying you to know. dip the lick, <laughs> and as it becomes known, and as the newcomer mm. makes some friends, they're going to be like, nope, don't do that, mm. right? That's not going to work mm-hmm. out for you. Yeah. And sometimes you do it anyway, right? Because mm-hmm. sometimes you just got to learn. And then it's like, shit. Here I am. Here I am again. Later. Like, oh, I, you know what? They told me that, you know, he was going to cheat on me. Mm-hmm. And I'm not looking for that kind of relationship. Mm-hmm. I want somebody who's only going to see me, mm-hmm. right? And, but you know what? If I just love him enough. I, it's going to change, mm-hmm. right? If I just love him enough. He won't do it again. He won't do it's it again. He's not going to do it to me. Promised. Right. Not to me. I mean, yeah, he might have done it to those other 12 chicks, but not me. Mm. <laughs> and then, boom. Mm-hmm. And you're like, and Fuck. Right. And that sets you, that sets up like a kind of, again, that positive feedback loop of proving to yourself that you're not enough. Like you weren't, you were not enough for them to not cheat on you. Right. When it's not even about you, it's about them being a cheater. <laughs> right. But then you internalize it as like, oh, yep, I was right. I'm still not enough. <laughs> right. And that's the that and that goes back to this, uh, you know, thing yeah. of like not being well, yeah. not okay, and less than, not worthy, mm-hmm. not going to have the life of my dreams, mm-hmm. not going to have whatever it is. Mm-hmm. That's going to make me whole. And the truth, like for me, it's like nothing on the outside has fixed my insides. Mm. Only like this kind of work that deals with all the ick and the cobwebs and the gunk and coal yeah, has made me feel like a human. And also the community aspect is really lovely. Mm-hmm. Like being... Being able to see people and connect with people yeah. on a common ground for a common purpose mm-hmm. is really quite special, yeah. I think. Where it's also free. No one person is gaining like any kind of like monetary advantage. And there's over no leaders. Else. Yeah. And there's no yeah. rulers. There's no yeah. there's like volunteers. Yeah. And, uh, you know, that's a really beautiful thing. Yeah. Still working on the self-forgiveness part. Well, yeah, I'm same. <laughs> Let me know of... when that never ends. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess 
if our listeners, since we don't have a workbook, if you're looking for something like active to to work on after listening to this, what I'll be focusing on is figuring out what kind of practice will will help me get set up in the morning, right? Mm-hmm. So maybe that's going back to the Oprah and Deepak meditations because I was doing those for a long time and I do really enjoy them. But for some reason, they're just not landing right now. Maybe I need to do some Peloton meditations. <laughs> yeah. Or maybe you pick a different one. Like sometimes I'm read- yeah. I'm listening to one and it's just like, ugh, that's not. It wasn't not, the right uh, subject. It's not the right yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, And sometimes like it's like the music is irritating. And then sometimes yeah. like there's one where it's like. I really love the meditations where I'm hearing nature and mm. birds and like ocean and yeah. you know like I'm out I can be like feeling like I'm out in yeah. nature somewhere. Mm-hmm. Those are the ones that really make like can keep my really kind of calm yeah. my central nervous system down, you yeah. know. Yeah. Yeah. All right, nice. so you start with some meditation. So start with that and I've been liking brain dumps lately, especially mm-hmm. at night when I can't sleep, like just kind of like vomiting it all out. It's been helpful actually for me to kind of like do it by category. So I'll have like a different note for like different things. So you're writing? I'm typing in my phone usually because it's at night. And I don't uh-huh. want the light on. Okay. So I want to stare at the little rectangle light. light. Yeah. <laughs> in my hand. So to speak to that, while... These are written in order and mm-hmm. really they're written in order so that mm-hmm. they're building blocks like we talked about in the beginning, yeah. like math. Mm-hmm. You don't have to be unlike math. Mm-hmm. You don't have to know about geometry to do calculus, mm-hmm. right? Like you can do step nine mm-hmm. Before you've done all, you know, like you can make an amends that's obviously needs to be made right. and you can self-reflect mm-hmm. and you can do all yeah. of these things. And that's kind of what it, how I feel like I've been doing things. Right. Right. It's like if I know I messed up, I will try to apologize for it or, or correct it or, yeah, try to make it right. Sometimes also, like I find that I'm continuously adding to my inventory. Right. Like there's stuff, you know, like yeah. I was telling you earlier today that in with my new therapist, because I'm in therapy again with a new therapist whoop who's whoop. awesome. We were going over my relationship history and like something came up that I was like, oh, my God, it's so long ago that I don't even think about these people anymore. But I was like, oh, maybe I do still have like a little bit of a like wound from that that hasn't fully healed. Mm-hmm. Right. It's crazy what being left for a younger woman at at 20 will do to you. (laughs) True story. I think the thing, though, is like you you don't know how much you're going to excavate until you excavate it. And then more stuff shows up, right? Because you're thinking about that. And and I shared with you earlier that I was – in you know, in the process of writing this workbook, I was looking for some early writing, mm-hmm. and I came across some early writing that I had forgotten about because yeah. I was like five years sober. So we're talking thirty-two years ago, right? And I was twenty-five <laughs> years old. You yeah. can do that math, right? It's yeah. been a minute since I was a child, right? And so I don't remember things mm. the way I remembered then. Then, and it was like, oh, that's. That feels kind of yucky. Like, I'm going to have to revisit that. And Mm. so, you know, I 
called my sponsor and mm-hmm. was like, hey, can we have dinner on Saturday night? And yeah. we went and we talked about it and yeah. she gave me some direction. And it's like, okay, I'm, you know, like just because I think I've dealt with it. And that's the frustrating mm-hmm. part at this point. I'm like, really? At fucking this yeah. age and this long, I still have to like deal with some stuff. Right. Because you think you're over it. Right. And then you're not over it. Right. And so it's like, okay, well, I guess I have more stuff to work on, which is yeah. not terrible. Mm-hmm. It's not as, the thing is, it's not as scary as mm-hmm. it was. It's like before it would be like, oh, is yeah. this going to be my undoing? No. And then it becomes more of like a curiosity standpoint. That's kind of right. how I feel like I'm at right now. Cause I've gone through like a couple of rounds of therapy and it's like, okay, like that feels icky. So like, what, why is this still, why is this feeling icky again? Mm. right or what is what about this is like you know right still underneath yeah right yeah yeah and and the whole point of it is like once you kind of again clear it out Mm -hmm. forgive amend Mm -hmm. you get to like walk around with it not there anymore Mm -hmm. and it just your load gets lighter and lighter and lighter as you go on and then you do something stupid like uncover old writings and rehash some shit. Yeah. That, you know, it's like, oh, okay. It still doesn't feel good. Yeah. You can Maybe like re trigger. Gonna... It's kind of like re trigger, not re triggering yourself, but it's just like, no. Like you, I, I think things fade away and then. But I also get to look at it with the eyes of myself at this, mm. per, where I sit now, nice. right? Not at yeah. a 25-year-old, which is yeah. a totally different lens than where I'm sitting today, right? right? So it's like, okay, I get to have a different level of healing around yeah. the stuff. And so that's like the beauty of it is like I, you don't heal all of it when you address it one time. Right. It may take, and it's like an onion. It might just be layers and layers and layers Mm -hmm. that need to come off. And then you think you... Infinity onion. Infinity onion. Mm. Onion skins for days. Cool. Yeah. Or you can do garlic if you are garlicky. All alliums are welcome here. (laughs) 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 All right. That feels good. Okay. Feels Feels like we did a do. Yeah. Yeah. And and the trick is, is that it's daily, right? Mm-hmm. So again, you're trying to clean up stuff as it comes up. Yeah. It's not so that this can go on a list that you're going to take care of someday. It's just like, okay, now I'm in the practice of daily living. Yeah. And I'm going to see if this shit works. Yeah. And that's where this step comes in to kind of be the measuring post of, is it working? Mm. If it's not working, what is, what's not working? Mm-hmm. And so it's just that way of checking in with yourself to see, like, am I practicing these things or am I not practicing these things? Mm. Because this is the, like, oh, it's just a a way of thinking about it. Like, um, okay, I'm going to actually be conscious enough to see, am I actually, are my feet where my mouth is? Yeah. Right? Am I walking the walk? Yeah. Or am I talking the talk? Mm -hmm. Right? Or does my talk match my walk? Mm Mm-hmm. Sometimes it does and sometimes it doesn't. And that's what this step is for. It's like, oh, I'm out of sync. That's why I'm feeling anxious. I am not in sync. Mm-hmm. Something's wrong. Yeah. Not wrong, but something's it's not off. aligned. Yeah. And so what is it that caught, that triggered this thing? And then I can mm-hmm. go, oh, there, there it is again. Yeah. All right. 
now I know and I can start fresh again, like with mm-hmm. all of the things, letting it go, finding something bigger, yeah, writing about it, talking about it, yeah, asking for help to let it go, yeah, and change around it, mm. make amends if I need to, even if that's just to myself yep. for acting in a way that wasn't to my benefit, right? Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. All right. right. Thanks for listening. Thank you for for being here. People out there, someday we're going to see you. I really want to see whoever's listening. I I feel like we're going one way and I'd like it to come back. I'm used to having interaction. So that's the weird part about Mm -hmm. a podcast is it's you and me having this thing. Yeah. And I really can't wait to see how it evolves into other people in yeah. a real setting where we're kind of having a connection. Yeah. Doing the stuff. Excited. Yeah. All right. All right. Go Thank drink you. some water. Oh, you're a fucking miracle. You're a fucking miracle. Go unhate follow some people. <laughs> Get, just let go of yeah. that person who takes all your chi every mm-hmm. time you talk to them. They just leave you drained like the old giving yep. tree, just a stump of a stumpy stump. Mm-hmm. Took all your apples and your leaves yeah. and made you into a canoe and rode off. Wow. Yeah. Fuck <laughs> that giving tree. Okay. <laughs> we are unearthing some, some things. Yeah. Maybe do a body scan tonight mm. if that feels good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or maybe do a body scan on your on your lunch break mm. if you really wanted to, if you need it. Or go for a walk go outside. For a walk. Or sit outside. I've been sitting outside to eat my lunch lately, and it yeah, feels so good. Because it's summer where we are. It might be yeah. cold in Maybe. Australia. And New Zealand. And New Zealand. Aotearoa. But still, you could be outside and building a snowman or... Walking in the mm. snow or whatever people yeah. do in the snow. Because I've never as it's lived in snow. Safe to do it. Yep. Outside is all things. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Till next time. Till next time. We want to hear from you. Find us on Instagram and TikTok at 12 Steps for Everyone. That's at the number 12 steps for everyone please like and follow us you can also send us topics you want us to dig into or follow-up questions from each episode and if you know someone who would enjoy or benefit from our conversations please feel free to share this with them all are welcome here